We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right, happy uh, Tuesday, uh, happy MAGA, I guess, since uh, Donald Trump accidentally, uh, absolutely dominated the Iowa Hawkeye Hawkeye last night. How about that? I called it yesterday, by the way, on the Annie Fry Show. I don't know if you missed if you uh, missed that. Shame on you. I did make an appearance during my day off on the Annie Fry Show yesterday, and she said, "So, Mark, what's your best guess on what's going to happen tonight?" I said, "It's going to be a thirty-point win for Donald Trump." And the other two are also Rams. And that's kind of how I left it. Yeah. Look what happened. It was impressive. The Associated Press called it like within 30 minutes. There were like maybe a thousand votes in and they're like, yep, Donald Trump's the winner. Ninety nine counties. Vivek Ramaswamy visited all ninety nine twice and dropped out last night after coming in a distant fourth. Yeah. Um, Which I'm not surprised about, and I appreciate that he then endorsed Donald Trump and said it's time for us to come together. Yes, I would agree completely. But uh, welcome in. Hopefully, if you had the three-day weekend, I hope you enjoyed yesterday. Uh, Brutally cold, uh, impossible to do anything outside. I walk in the studio this morning where it's generally also cold, relatively cold, and uh, Kim St. Ange still has her stocking cap on from being outside. Yeah, I'm just too. It's well. First of all, it is really cold in the studio generally, yes. and yeah, it is so cold outside this morning. I <sighs> I'm not ready to take off my big puffy coat nor my hat. Yeah, shout out to uh, all of the uh, highway folks that are out there working this morning, though. Uh, honestly, uh, I got behind a couple of the trucks out on uh, 6440 this morning around 270. You know, there's not there's not a lot on the roads. Um, a, a cup, most of the, there's at least a couple of paths were clear as I was coming in. Uh, I'm sure the problem is it's just so cold mm-hmm. and there's nothing they can do to get some of that stuff up. I was surprised. Generally speaking, Kim, you tell me your impression of this over the years, as I've covered a variety of different snow, snowmageddons and non events in the, in the region, there used to be a difference. You could tell when you got to the city of St. Louis, line where they were responsible for taking care of the roads yeah it was not as great it it, it was better really years for years on the highway on the main thoroughfares the city of st louis just did a fantastic job i feel like the county was always better yeah and uh, that was my my impression just from driving around but this morning i I got off there at 14th street and the streets are still completely snow covered you can't see the lines downtown yeah and it was not that way in the counties i was coming in so i was a little surprised by that I don't know if it got away from them or uh, surprised them or what. I don't know. I saw the plows when I was leaving 
St. Charles County this morning. I saw them out at 345 getting ready to go put down salt. I think the problem was that we had that rain first earlier in the weekend. Then we had snow. And so I feel like any of that water that was still on the ground essentially froze. Because I know my friends, they came over over the weekend and they were saying they were kind of watching people sliding around some of that black ice. Well, we are fortunate that we have uh, Carl Middleman with us here this morning. Carl, how are you? I'm fine. Are you better? Um, I'm still sore in the chest. A little, uh, I shouldn't say little. I don't know how little it was. There was a car uh, accident, right? <laughs> on If you were driving on Saturday night on Highway 40 westbound from downtown, I was the reason you were stuck. Oh, no. Leave, like, But the, the ball game, uh, the, the hockey, hockey game traffic had cleared out by then, right? Yes, by then, but... I stayed to watch the end of the massive blowout of the Chiefs game. Oh, and then okay. so I left around eleven oh eight, and I did not get home until twelve thirty because oh. as I was driving down Highway Forty westbound in the right lane, a car hit me, sideswiped me, spun me around. Another car hit me, and then I crashed into the left lane. So I made it from one side of the highway to the other side of the highway. Well, thank goodness you're all right. You thank said it was you. a six-car pileup? Six-car pileup. Mm-hmm. I was the first one hit. And, and what t- happened to the car that sideswiped you? Did it keep going? No. He could not move either. Oh, okay. And my car is destroyed. I'm looking for a new one. So you didn't even <laughs> go to the hospital? Nope, I did not go to the hospital. Wear your seatbelt and use airbags. Glad you're safe, my that friend. That is why my chest hurts, because of the airbags. Mark, did you know that the airbags, when they deploy, smell like gunpowder? Well, they're fired by a shotgun shell, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that's I'm sore here. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I'm when actually I, really scared of an airbag ever deploying. I've never had one deploy on me. a scratch on this <laughs> hand and a bruise on this hand where it flew out. It came out, yeah. Well, and I have. I'm on... Muscle relaxers, because my chest, if I sneeze, that's the worst. So if any buttons get pushed wrong this morning, we'll know why. That is that what you're telling us? You're covering for yourself? Don't hold pepper up to your nose, Carl. <laughs> that would be an well, a-hole move. <laughs> we're, we're glad that you're uh, here with us and nothing more than a couple of bruises, Carl. Let's, uh, let's get to the short list, please. The Mark Cox Short List. So I don't want to be overly uh, rough on the president. But I have to say that he is the worst president that we've had in the history of our country. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for pointing that out, Mr. President Uh, Trump there. The absolute truth as he took a victory lap uh, last night in his speech in Iowa. You're never going to have an opportunity to have your vote count more in terms of the punch that it's going to pack than tonight. Oh, boy. How about that? Ron DeSantis, a surprise Second place victory. Why was it a surprise? Because the mainstream media all told you that Nikki Haley was surging. They've done everything they can to make it difficult for a challenger, and now even more so because it's so late in the game. So I think Democrats are rightfully worried, uh, but they had a chance. Some of them did to do something about it and didn't. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Britt Hume not feeling too bad for the Democrats. He said they're they're going to be panicked coming out of Iowa when they see the momentum of Trump. And they're panicked because they had a chance to replace Biden, and now it's too late. As of this moment, we are going to suspend this presidential campaign. There is no path for me to be the next president. Vivek is out, and he endorsed Donald Trump 
as he was heading out the door. And what happens next? I just have to tell you, folks, you, if you were on the edge of your seats wondering what was going to happen in Iowa last night, you haven't been paying attention. You were duped by the mainstream media. Duped, I tell you. Uh, if in the cons- some of the conservative media as well, honestly. I mean, here's the thing about it. I, Kim and I joke all the time about this. It's the truth, even though we make light of it all the time. When you think there's going to be a snowstorm coming to town, potential, even the potential for a snowstorm next week, the weather channels will start talking about it now, and they'll try to build you up to it. Now, it may end up being a disappointment, but what that means is you're going to start paying attention to the weather forecast between now and then, which is always at 20 minutes after the hour, if you'll notice, the big forecast, so they can loop you into the ratings at uh, for both quarter hours. It, it's just the truth. That's what happens. It, it, it Weather has become a huge marketing ploy for TV news departments. It's what they do because they need you to tune in. The mainstream media in this country and, and Fox's – not uh, they don't get out from under this finger pointing I'm about to do here. They need there to be some race aspect to this. They need to make it a horse race is what I'm saying, not races and racial. They need to make it a horse race to generate interest so that people will tune in and watch. If it's just runaway Trump, then nobody's going to care that they're doing one-on-one town halls with Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. And, and therefore, they've all led you to believe that this was still very much a three-person race, despite what the polls were telling you, and that Nikki Haley is surging. She's got momentum. I don't know how many times I heard that phrase in the last two or three weeks leading up to Iowa. Yeah, I think the only thing that would make it interesting would be if if for whatever reason Trump can't run, I don't know what circumstance that would be under. But with all the legal troubles, I think these other candidates are like, wow, maybe something could happen. Then maybe, it really maybe. will matter which one of us is second, the very, very distant second behind Trump. Yeah. You know, I mean, the possibility always exists that the Democrats are going to have to replace Joe Biden. Right. At some point. And, and we've speculated on who that might be, who might be in the running for something like that. But at the end of the day, Joe Biden is the front runner. There's no drama in the Democratic Party. And after last night, if you still think there's drama in the Republican Party, you're fooling yourself. Going out the door last night, listen to what the third-place candidate had to say leaving Iowa. Well, here we go. Tonight... Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Psst, Nikki, you came in third. Like, hello, did anybody tell Nikki she came in third? She walked out on the stage after midnight last night and said, Iowa, you've made this a two-person race. Now let's go off to New Hampshire, where some polls have shown that she is in third, second place in New Hampshire, just like the polls showed she was in second or third place in Iowa. Donald Trump's still going to win New Hampshire. I still believe that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris Christie's still on the ballot in New Hampshire. 
there'll be people voting for him, even though he's dropped out because of the race. Because he dropped out, what, too late, essentially? Yeah. They, they'd yeah. Already His name's going to be on the ballot. ballot. Yeah. But it, it, this is the garbage. I mean, how could you walk up to a microphone and say that? This is a two-person race. Of course, Ron DeSantis said the same thing. Everybody wrote Ron DeSantis off. Um, but as my wife said to me last night, what what would um, what would happen if if DeSantis dropped out? Would all of those votes go to Nikki Haley? And I'm like, no, those are people who who are the people voting for DeSantis don't like Haley. They're unsure of Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if DeSantis was to drop out, they're not going to go to Haley. I don't believe his supporters would go to Nikki Haley. And we have to keep in mind that some of these people may have registered as a Republican voter simply to vote against Donald Trump and yeah. just go and vote for Nikki Haley. And he still got it. And he still got it. And it, it a historic win, the right? Yes. The closest one was, um, what did I hear this morning on the Gordon Bob, Deal Bob show? And that was a 13-point lead yep. versus what Trump got, a 30? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it was a significant statement last night. We're going to get to a quick break here and our national anthem. We're back in just a minute. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Almost half of the base of the Republican Party showing up for this caucus tonight voted against Donald Trump. Think about that. I mean, this is the most famous Republican. He's the guy who, you know, basically built the modern Republican Party, the MAGA Republican Party that Democrats are running against. And half the people in that party didn't vote for Donald Trump. (laughs) Join me in a good belly laugh. Come on. Come on. We're talking about a man with a big belly, so let's let's all enjoy a a Governor Pritzker belly laugh. <laughs> you, you sound like why? Santa, Mark. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but <laughs> the, listen to the twisted logic, the spin of the governor of Illinois, who would love to be president one day, complaining that Donald Trump only got. of the vote and trying to argue that because he didn't get 100% of the vote, it was some sort of a loss for him. (laughs) Did you hear him say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but I hear him only, say a lot of stupid the, stuff. He only got 50% of the <laughs> MAGA base. If he can't turn out his base in the election, it's a primary, you idiot. And two of the other candidates got 20% each. I mean, for goodness sake. I, 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 I just I didn't even know what to do. Well, I had to play it because I wanted you to hear how the left is spinning what happened yesterday in Iowa. It's unbelievable. And here's the other thing. And we we played a clip from it for you this morning already. And that is uh, Donald Trump uh, giving his his speech. And and I thought he made some great points. Number one, he talked about what we're going to do to straighten out elections once he gets elected. Listen to this. We're going to straighten out our elections. We're going to do a lot. And we can't have that, Chairman. We can't have that. You can't have a situation like that. We're going to straighten out our elections. We're going to do a lot of great things. We're going to try and go to paper ballots as soon as possible. Voter ID. One day, one day elections. You know, we have these elections that last for 62 days. And if you need some more time, take as much time as you want. And so many bad things happen. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, this is, and, and guess guess what? And I know this is going to not shock anybody in my listening audience. Over on MSDNC, they didn't carry the Trump victory speech. They carried a little bit of Haley and they carried a little bit of DeSantis. They wouldn't carry Donald Trump because they don't want you to hear what he has to say. Um, At this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is, of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. Wow. Uh, scared of him. They're scared of what he has to say. That's bad. They don't want to hear it. Uh, d- yeah, they did the same thing o- over on uh, NBC, of course, not surprisingly. We'll get to more of that and, and CNN and Tapper and all that. We'll get to more of that coming up after Kim on a whim. That's next. Stay tuned. Kim on a whim. Mark, you've been going to the gym, right? Are you still? I have. That? Yes, I have. Are uh-huh. you sore? Uh, a little, yes. And uh, because it, here's my thought on that: if I'm not a little sore the day after, I didn't work hard enough, and and I've been warned against that by my chiropractor. But still, I, I don't feel like I've done anything if I'm not feeling a little tenderness the next day. It, it's funny because you work out, and the next day you're a little bit sore, and you're like, "Oh, this isn't bad." And then the day after yeah. that is really where it hits. Right, like the you've been hit with a two before, in. or or I don't know, an airbag, right, Carl? I have some muscle relaxers if you'd like. <clears> some. Oh, nice! No, I'm good. <laughs> the Thank good you. stuff. Well, when you go to the gym, you really can spot out the germaphobes, right? Do you see them at your gym? Well, yeah, they've got signs up all over the place, and they've got little uh, dispensers with the handy wipes on them, and they they ask you to clean the machines and the Wipe and the benches when you're done. Do people do it. Some do it. That that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, I I try to do it. Uh, if I think about it, particularly if I'm on a, a free weight bench or something like that, I'll clean it off before I get started. I'll be honest, when I'm doing that, and I'll, I've not gone to the gym in a while, since before I had Easton probably, but I'm doing it for other people. I'm not doing it because I'm worried about the germs. But I see people at the grocery store, you know, psychotically grabbing all those wipes and wiping down every square inch of their 
mm-hmm. grocery cart. And then they have the mask on top of that. It's so funny because sometimes I feel like those are the people get that, that end up getting sick because they have sterilized everything to a, a psychotic degree that then their body, if you introduce anything into it, can't handle it. The immune system's like, I've got nothing. I I was I had to take my granddaughter to her pediatrician's office. They they had masks out front. Um, they didn't man they didn't mandate that you wear them. The all the staff was wearing them, and a few of the people in the lobby were wearing them. Mm-hmm. So, but they didn't mention it, right? They did not say a word about it. It's it really is getting ridiculous. I mean, you always have had germaphobes. You know, that's nothing new. But I feel like COVID really brought out a lot more people and joined that camp of I'm going to wipe down every single thing I touch. Like, remember with with COVID in the very beginning, everyone was right. like wiping down. I never did this, but wiping down all their groceries, any Amazon packages that were delivered, they would wipe it down before they, I guess, bring it to their house. I don't know. Here, here's what it did for me. I didn't get any illness during COVID. I don't remember getting a cold. I don't remember getting any of that because I was being more cautious with what I touched and when I touched it. Now, I didn't become a germaphobe because of it, but you know what What lesson it drove home to me? I went to a um, convenience store yesterday, and when I went in, I pulled my sleeve down over my hand before I opened the door. I've been doing that just out of habit for a couple of years now mm-hmm. so that I'm not exposing myself to, to just the common cold or something mm-hmm. somebody might have. I, I've tried to be more conscious of that. I, th- I think, and that's my point. Let me make that decision. Right. I don't want Sam Page and his Dr. Khan or whoever the hell's in charge of the health department now telling me I have to wear a mask. If I choose to wear one, that's fine. I don't judge people unless they're in a car by themselves. I may think you're a little stupid. But if you if <laughs> then, you want to wear a mask, people. you wear a mask. <laughs> no, I, I would agree. I, I do find it a little funny when I see people just you can tell they're so panicked being out in public with yeah. all the germs. <sighs> gonna get you but yeah the the gym is the funniest well i found this video um it was from houston methodist on youtube talking about if it's possible to shower too much because i know people who seriously will shower like two to three times a day (gasps) because they're so worried about germs like they can't get in bed without showering but they can't start the day without showering problem it is a problem listen to this is it possible to like shower too much and get rid of those bacteria? So, uh, you know, you can't necessarily shower too much as far as getting rid of the bacteria, but there are people who, you know, obsessively wash their hands and you can, you know, wash or shower too much and that can cause your skin to become dry and cracked. And uh, unfortunately, then that can predispose you to actually developing more infection and colonization with bacteria because your skin is not forming that normal barrier. So, you know, there can be too much of a good thing. I would argue there can be too much showering because your yeah. mental state is, I question that, if you need, if you feel the need to shower that many times a day. It, it, there's a little obsessive compulsive behavior going on there, don't you think? Yes. Oh, absolutely. There's a uh, hint of OCD. Yeah. If you're, if you're showering twice or three times a day, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, I don't like shoes on the bed. I don't like shoes on the couch. I am weird about that. My husband doesn't care about that. I do. But that's really it. That's because like, I, of I don't, dirt, though, more than anything, well, yeah, right? Think about shoes this. in You're, the house? Oh, I don't care about shoes in the house. Well, and like Easton, will, you know, he's like a little human vacuum cleaner. He just crawls around and picks up stuff yeah, off the you ground. Yeah, you got it. And it's toddler, so funny right? because people are like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. The piece of food dropped on the floor. And I'm like, it's, he eats like dirt at our house off the floor. You know what I mean? Like he was eating pieces of firewood. I was having to chase him around and because we had a fire this weekend inside our house. You know, we have a wood-burning fireplace and trying to pick the wood pieces out of his mouth. Oh, you my know? gosh. Like he eats anything. It's what like a you, disposal. What you need is an is a Roomba. 
I do have a Roomba. Do you have a Roomba? I do. I just don't use it that often. Oh, ours runs every day. Really? Well, we have a golden retriever. There's golden glitter yeah. all over the place. <laughs> By and, the dog. Uh, yeah, thank you. And then the, the Roomba cleans it up for us. Well, Easton would probably chase the Roomba around. We had the we have the funniest video of when Ready? our grandson was little. My wife sat him on top of that thing, oh, and it rolled cute. around with him on top of it. I'm sure people were wondering why we didn't have a helmet on or something. I mean, it didn't move move very fast. He thought it was hilarious. Oh, I bet. We've yeah. called our uh, Roomba DJ Roomba. You know where that's from? Parks and Rec. Thank you, Carl. Nice. He goes, DJ Roomba, drop a beat. And he puts his little, I guess it's like an iPod at that point, on top of the Roomba. And it just rolls around and plays music. I think I remember seeing it. Like a that. rolling party. Aziz Ansari. <laughs> Yes, Aziz, Aziz Ansari. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the guy's name. I love, yeah. I love um, his I, character. I do remember that scene now that you mentioned it. I, I just think it's laughable <laughs> when you think about how freaked out people are by a single germ, and you're seeing that again. And anytime you hear there's an uptick in flu cases or all, and it doesn't mean that you go and like lick the doorknobs. I'm not advocating for anything weird, but yeah, you don't need to like live in a bubble. I bet you anything. If you did a poll. You have a surprising number of people say that they would go to an extreme measure to avoid any germs. And germs, seriously, are good for you to an extent. No, like your I, body yeah. needs them, and I think that's what people don't understand. Right. You're not building up any sort of immunity at right. all, which was the the lie about COVID to begin with, right, in many ways. Yeah. Your body was never – your body has a natural immune response. How, how? Let me say this. I don't know if I talked about this on the show last week, how it came out – that Anthony Fauci basically just pulled it out of his butt, for lack of a better word, about this six feet social distancing garbage yeah. that was sold right. to everybody. I did see that. That is a huge problem because it's, yeah, it was annoying for us being like, oh, stay six feet apart. But think about all of the restaurants, for example. Okay, the local restaurants across the St. Louis area who were, who were told, told this lie that they have to have all these tables within six feet six apart, feet right? Apart. And the chairs yeah. that even come out, they have to be six feet apart. That severely, I would imagine, limits the number of people that they could have inside their business at one time. You know how much more money they probably could have made if that would have even been like three feet? I, I don't know what the number it was is. three feet in Europe. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, think about that. That is a huge, like, you, you're talking quite a bit of money, I would imagine, that oh, these a- restaurants would have missed out on because of a lie that was sold to them, told, telling them they have to keep all these tables six feet apart. I, I think you're... You're um, using the wrong terminology there. They would be former restaurants because many of them went out of business. Fair point. Because of the the policies of Sam Page, uh, yeah. and and directly because of Anthony Fauci, right? When yeah. you had those kind of restrictions put on them, that's not it's a thin margin business to begin with. And sort of in terms of profit margin, they just they couldn't afford it. Yeah, I mean, were health directors even questioning Anthony Fauci on that? Where are you getting this information? Show me in research this six feet you're talking about. Those are the kinds of questions that need to be asked. When people like this say something, you don't just look at them and see their title as, oh, you're the CDC director. You must know what you're talking about. No, but if you questioned it, you got shut down off social media. Yeah, you're right. Right. You're absolutely right. And we got to the point in America where you could not question this. Mm -hmm. You were a conspiracy theorist. You were dangerous. Some disinformation czar on social media or YouTube is going to pull you off. Remember, our show got pulled off of YouTube for that reason, because we talked about hydroxychloroquine and the other options to treating COVID, and they didn't want you to disperse that information. The lack of people knowing that might have cost 
tens of thousands of lives in this country. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that. If they would have let hospitals give out things like ivermectin, I believe so many more people would have survived. So and shame I, on whoever had that decision to make. Shame on them. And I hate that term, shame on them, but I'm sorry that's what's coming to my mind. Oh, it's true. That they didn't allow that because your your blood, their blood is on your hands, in my opinion, if you were withholding this because of the control Big Pharma has, just the government, it's just all so twisted. Yep, uh, very true. A uh, Good point. Yeah, I, I'll pay attention when I go to the gym later. How many people are, are <laughs> wiping, wiping their pole? Yeah, yeah. Are wiping courteous. this, the uh, equipment off before they start working out because, I mean, I, I used to do it when I'm done. I'd wipe my hands off at once, you know, just, just to be safe for sure. All right, Kim, thank you. Uh, coming up, we got to John Lamping. Interested to get his thoughts on the uh, outcome of the Iowa caucus that happened uh, yesterday. Todd Pyro, host of Fox and Friends First, who is back on board as a Battlehawks fan. So we're going to we're gonna get with Todd at about 7.20 this morning. And the Attorney General of Missouri, Andrew Bailey, at 8.08. Uh, he was in Iowa as well, caucusing for Donald Trump. We're going to be back in just a minute. Uh, and in, in, as these extreme weather events continue to uh, to remind us that w- this is suicidal, <laughs> what we're doing, you know, it's it, it, it's crazy to keep going like this. Uh, and uh, we we've had uh, so many multi-billion-dollar events that, yep. and the it's the developing countries that are hurt the most. Just so you know, it's suicidal, according to Al Gore. It's the developing countries that are hurt the most. Do you know if that numbskull had his way, you would be out chopping wood this morning, or maybe you wouldn't be allowed to do that. You'd, you'd have to hope that the sun was shining so that the solar panels on your house uh, developed enough energy to run your furnace, which you wouldn't be able to run because that uses natural gas. Wait a minute. How are we supposed to keep warm, according to this idiot? Is that not a fair question? I think it is. Listen to Al Gore. If we could get to net zero, just so you know, uh, it would stop warming up. Now, I know you're thinking as you go to your car this morning, warming up? What, What in the bloody hell is he talking about? Go to cut nine, Carl, please. And we're continuing to add uh, a huge additional amount of heat trapping pollution to the sky every single day. The good news is, that once we get to true net zero and stop adding, the temperatures will stop going up almost immediately with a lag of as little as three years. And if we stay at true net zero, half of the human-caused greenhouse gas pollution will fall out of the atmosphere in as little as 25 to 30 years. (laughs) You know what's funny? Every time there's a really warm stretch, you hear everyone saying, oh, this is the hottest summer on record, and this is proof of climate change. What's going to happen when you have these these areas like Texas that are getting snow right now? Then what? The, are some of these communities having record cold right it, now? It's funny you mentioned that. Listen to the story this morning. Um, and uh, and uh, the ERCOT is the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. We first heard of them a few years ago. Because if you didn't live there, you wouldn't know what that was called. We first heard from them a couple years ago when they had all that ice and snow in Texas and the grid failed because it stopped all of their wind turbines. They froze up and their solar panels were covered with snow so they couldn't generate any electricity. Mm-hmm. Now, it only accounted for like 20 or 25 percent of their total energy, but it still put a big dent in their ability to provide power to people that needed it. 
Here's what happened on Monday. Texas grid operator ERCOT asked residents to conserve electricity uh, as the state braced for freezing rain, snow, and sub-zero temperatures. EPCOT manages ERCOT, not EPCOT, manages electric power to more than 26 million people, right? And, of course, here was part of the problem uh, because they couldn't rely on on their their uh, wind turbines and their solar panels. So they're asking people to conserve power because of their 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 fear of grid reliability. How is this still a thing? Two years after this happened the first time, and I have friends that live in Dallas mm-hmm. who were without power for four or five days. How, how is that a thing? Yeah. They were curled up by their fireplace. Fortunately, they had a working fireplace, and they were able to they had to sleep in one room in Texas. And and yet we let idiots like Al Gore convince us that, uh, that we're, we are unique in the history, in the mil- million-year history of the world, the several million years. We're unique in that the, the temperature is changing, so it must be our fault. I wonder how the dinosaurs felt about that. <laughs> Was it methane gas from the dinosaurs? <laughs> no. Uh, I I just I I every time every time and then sometimes the guy up and calls the show like apparently listens. America, this is Al Gore. Three things are certain: hanging chads suck. I'm getting rich off this climate scam, and you are listening to the Mark Cox Show. Yeah, and we'll be back with more of it in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 